btmreview.com here with another commentary uh, in celebration of October. Uh, I think our favorite month out of the year. It's definitely the best month for movies. And we've done a slew of po- – sorry, not, not podcasts. We've done a slew of commentaries um, already. Um, so definitely head over and check out what we've done so far. Um, I think the last one that we put up was – what was the last one we've done? We've done so many. Uh, trick or treat. Trick or treat. 1986 yeah. trick or treat. Um, the good – the underrated trick or treat. And then uh, what do we have going up? Texas Chainsaw? Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw we got 3D. Riverman for both of them. Riverman's on both of those. Texas Chainsaw 3D. I mean, that one's fun. I, I loved Rivers. Uh, <laughs> I love how he just fucking hated it because he had never seen that <laughs> one before. But uh, yeah. today we're going to be doing another one of our favorite uh, sequels as far as, you know, this side of Pet Cemetery 2. It's like an, another underrated sequel. And, um, I don't, I don't know if it's better than the first Nightmare on Elm Street. The thing is, is I don't, I don't know. The thing about Nightmare on Elm Street is I know deep down in my heart, I want to say it's the best one, but it's just so ingrained and so overplayed that you almost don't want to mm. say that's the best one, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those things. And then you almost want to be hip and say part two, Freddy's Revenge is the better one because it's so obscure. It's a little bit darker. Um, it's got the best nightmare. With the opening yeah. scene. Um, and it's just with the homosexuality, like innuendos and stuff. It's just so, uh, it's so weird. All the different, um, uh, tones of the movie. Uh, I don't really know. So I don't know if it's better than the first one, but I think it's, I think it's just as fucking weird and, and creepy and mm-hmm. dark. And, uh, I don't know. I like it. Uh, I think it's creepier than the first one. Oh, it's definitely creepier than the first one. And well, the thing is, is you had to, I'm trying to put myself back the year the first one came out. If, you know, had I been around and I saw that for the first time, like that was the first introduction to Freddy Krueger, you know, him and his long arms and the outside shit. Who knows? Like that's once I kind of remove all my familiarity of the movie, that is pretty creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, I I mean, minus him like pulling a puppet through a window at the end, (laughs) pulling a blow up doll. (laughs) window but uh this one's awesome it's got a kawato from total recall um he's great and uh, he's got one of the most obscure deaths in any horror movie i think you know just that whole scene is crazy but we're not going to talk about anymore let's actually watch the movie uh i don't know where this this rip came from is this come this come from a dvd blu-ray blu-ray all right yeah you have the box set too yeah yeah uh, it's a great value, by the way, everybody. Go go, go get that uh, Nightmare on Street uh, box set. Way cheaper than the Friday the 13th one. <laughs> um, and yep. much better. But uh, so we're going to start at zero. Uh, zeroed out if you have the Blu-ray. How does it work, Zach? We're, what uh, What's the first thing we see? Is it like the New Line Cinema logo? Or yeah, right before the New Line Cinema. Like half a About second. A, s- a second. <laughs> About a second or so. All right. So we're going to do our countdown like we normally do. Three, two, one, play. Um, and then we'll go ahead and start. And we are about a second before the new line uh, cinema logo pops up. For those that don't have the Blu-ray, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, play. Hell yes. I'm excited about for it. two seconds. It wasn't really two seconds? Yeah. Looked like it turned to two right before, right as it played. Yeah, you know, they'll follow along. Let's see. How come, how come this movie didn't uh, do... Oh, maybe it's too old. I guess they didn't have the New Light Cinema uh, chime back then. Because I think they ripped that from um, Highlander. 
that might have been the updated version too of the New Line Cinema logo. I think this one, I think this originally had that just red one that just said New Line Cinema. Oh logo yeah, 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 from the first movie like, too. Yeah, yeah. This is so cool, man. This is the greatest nightmare, uh, I think, hands down. Mm. Mark Patton. This. Mark Patton's a good dude. Check He's, out. Yeah. Yeah, you got an interview with him up on the YouTube channel and on the website, of course. Check that out. He's a nice guy. He, oh, I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? I didn't know you guys did an interview. Yeah, I, I did an interview with him, a video interview. Um, Sweet. Yeah, check it out, man. I did it uh, a couple years back. We get to see Freddy right here. Yeah, that's cool. His makeup. Yeah, that's really cool. I never do that as a kid that that was actually the guy that yeah. played him. Well, it's not like he's he's definitely showed his uh, face in these movies before. He, uh, Freddy's dead. Well, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. When he's like, uh, mommy just needs to take her medicine or whatever. Yeah, the same with the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Not the not the young Freddy with Alice Cooper. I was just remembering. Oh, that's right. You didn't play him. Yeah, this is. Fu- I was. I ha- I just realized this too. This is kind of funny because like, this is how dreams are. Like, why would fucking, <laughs> why would Jesse be having this dream when he has his own car and drives to school every day? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a good point. <laughs> And but that's how dreams are. Yeah, yeah he gets a he gets a pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could have a dream tonight where I'm randomly on my eighth grade school bus. You know, I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that old Mitch Herberg thing, and then I'm building a go kart with my my landlord. What was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Jack Shoulder. He's done a couple things I like. Let me look that up. See what all he's done. Oh, yeah. Remember, you used to be able to open up the bus windows a little bit on the top and stick your fingers out. Yeah. But just barely. Mm-hmm. Somebody, like, if you were going on a long trip and it was hot, you couldn't open them enough. You'd be mm-hmm. pissed. Well, somebody told me in my uh, fourth grade uh, class, we were on a field trip. Somebody told me that, uh, well, there was a kid that stuck his arm out of the bus and he got his arm ripped off by like a truck. I'm like, what? Was that true? No, I doubt it. A little kid's arm? There's so much space. I don't <laughs> No, And not to mention, a school bus is pretty tall. I mean, it'd have to have been a semi. And what's a semi doing on a fucking road a school bus is going to be on? None of it makes sense now. <laughs> uh, look at this. This is, so, this is a cool scene. Does he See, he doesn't even live in the desert, does he? He lives in, well, he lives in California, right? No. Oh, it's yeah. Spring, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's Freddy country, man. Yeah, Springwood. They're always in the Midwest. Yeah, why? See, they have the desert too. That doesn't make any sense either. So it's very dream, like. <laughs> I think this is actually the first. Uh... That'd be awesome to take a to take a school bus like airborne like that in the stunt. Yeah, I think this is actually the first Nightmare on Elm Street I watched. Really, this is one of the last yeah. ones I saw. Because it seems like they always played this one the least and stuff on TV. It really did. Mm. I remember renting it first from a video store. It's like Land Oh, Jack Shoulder. He also did the Wish Wishmaster Two. Oh yeah, but he didn't do Wishmaster the College Years. 
<laughs> no. Wishmaster goes to college. That's all I'm noticing. I mean, all the this Omen is, TV movie. <laughs> this is all pretty common knowledge from anybody that really likes the Nightmare series, but, you know, it's just really fascinating that they did the whole gender reversal thing, you know? They, yeah. they made the boy the damsel and the, the the main the main and they made you know he's got the girlfriend who's probably less of a pussy than he is. Um, <laughs> it is. It's literally, it's literally like they, they cast. Yeah. Oh, this is creepy, dude. Yeah. This hits home because we were all on school buses, right? We could relate to this. Mm-hmm. It's a cool visual. If this is really a straight teenager's dream, he'd be fucking those two girls on the bus. <laughs> you ever have one of those dreams where you realize it's a dream, so you immediately try to, like, get that to happen? It's weird, because it's, like, subconsciously. Um, yeah. It's, like, it's weird. It's, like, because in my subconscious, I subconsciously realize that it's a dream, um, but it's still, it's weird. I'll be able to, like, once I realize I'm dreaming, I'll be like, well, I should just turn this into a sex dream, and I'll start thinking about a chick I want to do. <laughs> and sometimes it'll work, and sometimes it won't. Sometimes it'll, like, be your mom or something. Like, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> That's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'll look at freaking, look at Jesse's sweaty tits. You know, we, we, we missed it. it when he screamed, but that part's hilarious. Yeah. He screams a couple of times. He also screams when he has the glove in his mm -hmm. hand. Uh, oh, it's just ridiculous. And even down to that, like, he literally let out the female, like, shriek, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that whole awkward scene where he's dancing to 80s music with glasses and all. It's really Oh, weird. it's freaking amazing, dude. You got the... It's just this whole movie's just interesting. The bird. Clue Gulliger, dude, from uh, Return of the Living Dead right there. Yeah. I'd love to do Return of the Living Dead 2. We need to somehow get a copy of that. Part 2 is my least favorite. Is it really? We just yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. I have not seen it forever. 3 would be cool and interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Do the commentary that has Riverman's namesake. Yeah. I was at, you know, deep down, I was kind of pissed that Riverman took that name. Because uh, really? cause I was jealous, like oh fuck, man. Because I would talk to River, I would talk to him about Riverman. You know, we we're in like high freshman year, eighth grade, whatever. And uh, I don't know, I was just so jealous that he thought of that for me and he nabbed it. And I was left, I was left with like a name that symbolized a dog's dick. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Red Rocket. Yeah, it's like uh, this isn't fair. I'm, I wonder I, if anybody remember people listening remember those days when you were called Red Rocket, like the first fistful of episodes. <laughs> Uh, fistful. Grab a fistful of aspirin. Turn the volume up to 11. It's, she looks a lot like Meryl Streep. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that's why they cast her. Oh, really? Speaking of Meryl Streep, I, I, do you like the movie De Death Becomes Her? Oh, I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, I really like that movie. I mean, I'm not really a yeah. fan of her work. I mean, I really am not, but I love that movie. Um, it's very 
that's the only movie I can think of that she's ever done in her career that's been like that. I mean, Robert Zemeckis and things like that. But it's a, it's a really fun movie. And this. Yeah, and this. I didn't even know they had those kind of cars back in the 80s where you could turn them on with a key, without a key. I wonder if uh, Mark Patton had to blow Bob Shea for a role. You know, like because the girl, the lead girl, always has to do something to get in the pictures, right? To the producer. So does that mean he really embodied all the, you know? I don't think that was still going on in the 80s. Probably sometimes. You don't think it was going on in the 80s? Are you serious? When was it going on then? I don't but I don't know. Maybe you're that. right. I hear it still that goes would on today. That would have probably killed him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that still goes on today, man. There's tons of, like, <laughs> you hear all these, like, insider stories. You know, obviously there's no, like, proof. That uh, yeah. <laughs> to be successful in Hollywood, you have to suck a dick or two. Yeah, um, you know, there's there's been rumors of different Hollywood celebrities that have done gay things, and I don't know. I do have a feeling that once you enter that world of Hollywood, it's almost like entering the Church of Scientology, and you like unveil all these weird secret rituals that they just do. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I always thought it was kind of funny how in, in this scene. They don't really seem to be friends. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. You ever notice that? Yeah, they it's really like... weird, but then they're friends. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Oh, it's pull his pants up, dude. What guy in high school would have went at a guy with his bare ass out like that? Like, you wouldn't want to touch <laughs> it. Like, oh. Just shows his face in it. <laughs> Motorboat. Like Big it. Man in Big Show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, another friends. They use they were use this shot later. Oh, really? Yeah. I love him, man. He's not in movies anymore. Yeah, he was a pretty he was a good character actor back in the uh, late eighties or even early nineties. No, I don't even know if I can recall things he was in the nineties because he was in this. He was in Total Recall's Kuwato, and he was in uh, Twins. Mm-hmm. The bad guy. Um, my question is: Is how do they know he hangs out in S and M joints? Yeah, I mean, you know, someone obviously had to have seen him. I guess he they- likes pretty boys like you. Like they're both fucking pretty boys. They look like fucking models. I know, bro. <laughs> I wonder if I sound like a sound like I had a speech impediment for a second there. I wonder if um, I wonder if was Mark Patton out of the closet at this point, or is it totally coincidence that they you know pulled the whole gender reversal thing? You know, yeah, I don't think he was. It is kind of interesting that. You know, in a world sort of like dominant by like male leads and things like that, the horror movie it is cliche. It's like a woman's the always the lead. Isn't that weird? Um, yeah. And, and it's weird to see a movie like this that it's actually the refreshing thing to have a guy as the lead. It's really weird because it's not like yeah. that for like any other genre. I always like these shots right here. You ever wake up in the middle of the night that fucking sweaty? 
Just like tits glistening in the moonlight. Um, I don't know, man. I can't. I don't recall. I don't know. These scenes always remind me of a house that my family lived in for a while because, like, it was so fucking hot because we lived upstairs and we had air conditioner, but it wasn't very yeah. good. Like, it didn't reach. It was too fucking weak to reach all the way upstairs. Bottom line, what would you do? You'd fucking you'd strip down to your skivvies. All day. Take an, go get a couple ice cubes and put them on your chest. <laughs> then put them on your nips. Mm-hmm. Your ronies. And then the nipple clamps would come out. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, you know, and and I, I guess I kind of forgot. I, I always forget it when I watch this movie, but they now live in Nancy's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always forget that little tidbit. You ever notice how the door in the original is blue, but in every sequel it's red? Um, yeah. Well, no, I, I don't, I've never really taken notice of that, but yeah, you're right. Because I always forget. I, I mean, I always think about that red door because it's, um, yeah, you know, when we think of outside shots of that house, we see it the most in the first one. Yeah. Have you, I've been to that house off the Sunset Strip. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a trip because, you know, it's still, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a house. It's, it's a living, living neighborhood, but it's really weird because if you go to Hollywood, you know, Sunset Strip and Hollywood Boulevard, it's like another planet, but like out of nowhere, there's like this right turn. You just take this turn off the Sunset Strip where it's totally crazy. And all of a sudden there's this one street and it's just normal, like suburb neighborhood like this. And like, <laughs> if you, if you look to your left, you see all the crazy Hollywood shit. But if you like look forward and look in front of this house, you can really, you forget that you're, you, you think you're like in Indiana or something, you know? It's like, whoa, it's <laughs> crazy. In the house would still, you fu- well, go ahead. Would you fucking do that? Like you saw some cr- like creepy guy <laughs> go in a towards hat. it? Yeah. Maybe oh, not. I was about to say maybe in a dream, but no, not even in a dream. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, how- that's. That's the that's the only bad thing though. Like whenever you realize you're in a dream and then you try to manipulate it, then you don't want to think about like Freddy Krueger. All oh, those guttural voice. I'll be your daddy. Freddy's gonna finger fuck you. <laughs> you think like. You think if Freddy, like, is hungry and he's making a sandwich, you think he ever uses his glove as a butter knife? Cuts the sandwiches. I love the scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love it because this movie's still kind of piggybacking off the first one where they keep Freddy in the shadows a little bit. Um, obviously mm-hmm. they show him a bit more in this, but he's really cast in shadow and darkness, you know, whereas like, you know, three and onward, it's just comical, right? It's like seeing Chucky after the first movie. It's like, all right, it's not really scary anymore. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, but he still kind of kept a mystique in this one. I like it. That would have made it interesting. He could have been trying to get it on with his mom. <laughs> Fucking Corey G button. I'm going <laughs> to ban that. <laughs> Corey G. Fucking Corey G. What do you think Corey G would do if he found out like he still lives in the podcast, even though he's not? I wouldn't give two shits. <laughs> I would hope he has better what? things going on in his life. <laughs> I don't worry about that. 
You think he's still doing that voice? Probably. <laughs> I, I picture him sitting on a couch, like on a on a Sunday night, watching The Walking Dead in his lucha mask and an open robe with no like draws on. <laughs> with his uh, Jason David Frank signed poster, it's, it's just there with him all times <laughs> in one hand. God, man, why do you always got to bring that up? It always pisses me off. I get mad when I think about that. <laughs> Ruin my interviews. Embarrass <laughs> me. <laughs> this was always a weird dream, too, because apparently the, it's not a dream and the snake's really there. And oh, they don't around think his, that's weird. Around his ankles, right? Yeah, it comes up around his oh, neck. Oh, that's right. My, um... Like seventh or eighth grade, by a zoology teacher, he would let the the snake like loose in the classroom, and I always thought it was stupid. It's like, man, we're trying to focus on here, and you know, some of us, yeah, I, I get it. It's not going to hurt you, but it's like it freaks you out. Was it like that big? Yeah. Cool. Ah! I used to fall asleep in his class all the time. He'd come up to me. Because, uh, you know, he'd put, like, videos on or whatever, and I'd, I'd be instant lights out. He'd come up to me, and he'd take a big textbook and slam it on the desk right in front of my head. Oh, that pissed me off. Yeah, waking me up. Fucking that. She's like, fucker? No, but it's scary, man. I would have just used it as an excuse to shit my pants so I could go home. <laughs> they let you go home if you shit your pants. They don't call your mom to bring a new pair. How embarrassing. How old, how old were you? Uh, that was like in the seventh or eighth grade. Oh. <laughs> what? Used- wait, wait. They they send me home. They're gonna make me walk home in in a shitty pants. <laughs> Drive home or something. I didn't have a car in middle school. I live like three miles away, and I had to walk every day. So like, they'd be fucked up if they told me to go home and change my pants. And I'm walking in with shitty pants three miles. <laughs> Did you ever shit your pants at school? No. Oh, my I have. God. Oh, my God. Uh, this is totally unrelated. I would have never brought this up, but since there's a nice seg here, I shit my pants yesterday. <laughs> I, it happens every once in a while. I long, christened man. my new couch because I just recently <laughs> bought a new house a month ago and, you know, all new furniture, nice stuff. And I was around my house and I was just wearing like little like bike, sh- you know, little cotton knit shorts, like house shorts, right? Real thin. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's oh, all. dude. Get back to this later. We got to enjoy this scene real quick. Oh, you fucking ruined the moment. No, you guys don't get to hear it. Okay, go ahead then. No, I don't think you guys want to hear my shit. Do it, fucker. So I was sitting there (laughs) with my little cotton knit shorts, nothing else. And then I was literally going to push out a fart. I was just sitting (laughs) on my couch. I was going to push out what I felt was a big fart. And all of a sudden, dude, I unleashed. And it's like (laughs) diarrhea shit. Oh. I un- I unleashed a whole shit ton of diarrhea shit all over my couch. It, it just seeped. It it acid burned through the fucking shorts. <laughs> and uh, it's just weird that I have to flip a cushion with it within having this couch like four weeks. Oh, so you can see it on the couch. It well, I wiped it up and I was cleaning it, but it seems like there's a little bit of a stain from like the water and all the stuff I was using. But I just flipped the cushion. But yeah, dude, there was shit all over the place. Not fun. <laughs> and I couldn't tell. Like, after I did it, I'm like, is that just really hot from the fart? <laughs> or, like, did I just, like, liquid shit all over my ass and my everything? I couldn't tell for a second. <laughs> and then when I looked, I'm like, oh, no. 
Dude, his mom didn't even listen to that sign on the door. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I was just cleaning my room. We get candid on this uh, commentary and podcast. I hope nobody thinks mm-hmm. less of me now. We've all done it. Any, anybody mm-hmm. out there judging, you know you've done it. One time I, I shit in the neighbor's uh, front yard. Why? <laughs> I was at like a... I lived right just a, a block away from a school. And I used to just walk down there and play basketball sometimes. And one time, like, I went. I was there playing basketball. <laughs> and you know how, like, sometimes you're like, oh, I got to take a dump. But you're like, oh, I can wait. It's not that bad yet. But then sometimes it just sneaks up on you. And it's like, oh, shit, I really got to go. So then I started walking home. <laughs> and it got worse and worse the closer I got. And, like, I just couldn't take anymore I, I remember i started running to get like when i got to the home stretch yeah you gotta like kinda, <laughs> you, gotta, you have to run with like your back kind of hanging back and erect clenching your ass cheeks yeah. you can't, yeah. that, that, that messed it up even worse and i like fucking tripped and then i just started shitting whenever i fell so then i just walked out because i was already in their like yard so i just walked to the side of it pulled my pants down and like ezel on friday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or Smokey on Friday. Smokey. Oh, yeah. Smokey back and taking the shit. Nobody saw me, though. Oh, man. That's a lot better than my story. I tell you about the time I, I, I shit all over my friend's house. <laughs> I, I had that's what I did, too, yeah. My, I was leaning uh, up against the house. Best, I know this is totally Freddy related. Uh, my, my childhood best friend. Um, we were friends for years. We grew up in the same... We were in the same neighborhood. I'd, I'd go over his house all the time for sleepovers. He had the coolest video games. You know, we hung out in the basement. That's where he, you know, all his games and everything were. Um, anyway, all this kind of came to a halt in the seventh grade. Because I went over. I had moved. I no longer lived in this neighborhood. My mom dropped me off to, you know, spend the night at his house. I hadn't seen him in forever. And um, he made us dinner that night. I blame him. He made us like huevos rancheros or something like that. It just didn't sit well with me, but whatever. For some reason, we were sleeping in the living room. Like we had like. I, we were hanging out in there watching. I don't remember what we were doing, but whatever. I was sleeping on the uh, fold-out bed of uh, the couch, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, I woke up. Isn't it great how like our body wakes us up? We have to shit real bad instead of shitting ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's great. God bless it, but it failed me this time. Um, <laughs> so I woke up like, oh, my God, and I, I had to go so bad. It was going to be explosive, and I was a real shy kid, and his parents made me feel really awkward. Because they, they were just really unwelcoming and awkward. And I didn't want to use yeah. the bathroom. I didn't want to use the bathroom on the main floor because it was one of those bathrooms that had a door leading into the master bedroom as well. Because <laughs> it's like, man, I didn't want to go in there and blow up their fucking bathroom because I didn't want them to hear me. And I, and worse, I didn't want, like, the father or something to come in the bathroom through his bedroom and see me blowing up his fucking bathroom. Um, so <laughs> I – but I would have made it had I went to that bathroom because it was close enough, Right. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it, so I took the gamble, and I ran downstairs in the basement where there was a bathroom. Oh, man. It was just too far. Um, So I get to that bathroom, and it was one of those things where I got to the toilet, and as soon as I started pulling my pants down, fucking I blew shit everywhere. <laughs> like, it didn't even – like, it was, I was like – I had my pants halfway pulled down, like – halfway past my ass crack and I just didn't make it man I, the second I started to hunch my back I just blew diarrhea shit <laughs> all over my fucking <laughs> pants all over the porcelain of the toilet all over the fucking walls the sides of the walls the back of the walls it was like a shotgun blast of shit <laughs> and it was everywhere and 
Here's the worst part. Don't ask me why. I think I don't call it denial or, or call it like um only being a quarter awake or something. Like I felt like maybe I was still kind of in like denial because I was like, I don't know what it was, but for some reason I didn't clean it up. <laughs> this was what? No, dude, what? I think <laughs> I think I was just overwhelmed with how much liquid diarrhea shit there was everywhere. I am not exaggerating when I say it was all over my clothes, all over the toilet, and all over the walls, and all over the carpet. It was everywhere. It was projectile. Oh, my God. And uh, because it, it, I blame – I don't know, man. I, it, it ricocheted more than you think ricocheted. You know, shit would ricochet. But um, – You're probably half asleep. No. Uh, anyway, so I didn't clean it up. This, Mind you, this is in the middle of the night. Everybody's asleep in the house. So <laughs> the perfect crime ensues, right? So I'm like, oh my god, I didn't clean it up. I decided to play total stupid to it, and I went upstairs and I tiptoed through the house, and I went into my my friend's bedroom. He was sleeping in the living room too, but I, I went to his bedroom very quietly and I took off my shitty clothes. I balled them up and I threw them behind his dresser. <laughs> what, what clothes did you put on? And then I rooted through his drawers and stole an outfit of his. <laughs> And and so the next morning, I think my thinking was that, okay, I'm going to get away with this because my mom's going to pick me up in the morning. And and no one will even go in the basement. My mom will come before anybody even goes into the basement, right? And I can get away. (laughs) Um, So I wake up. And, um, oh, because they always went to church because the next day was Sunday. And I knew that was my chance to make a break for it or something, right? That was my chance when they were – because I never went to church with them because I wasn't Catholic. And that morning, conveniently, I overhear his mom in the hallway, how come your friend never comes to church with us? It's so rude. He needs to go to church. So my friend said, my mom thinks you need to go to church with us. I'm like, I'm not Catholic. But whatever. That's that's fork in the road number one. So we're going to church. The plus side is the whole family's going to church. That means no one's at home to find the shit in the basement, right? No one's at home <laughs> to find the dead body in the cellar. Um, were you just like, oh, well, they'll find out sometime, but I'll be gone. So exactly. Fuck it. That was my mentality. <laughs> so, and I remember, I remember being at church at Catholic church for the first time in my life. Take, they made me take communion, dude. They made me, what's fuck, that? We, the body and the blood of Christ, you, you know, you oh, go up. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a Christian, but I'm not Catholic, but it's funny. They made me do this, <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I'm thinking the whole time in the back of my mind, I know what's at home. I know what's at their home. <laughs> so it's like I have to get at, I have to get out of there like ASAP. And uh, on the way home, I was thinking about the back of my mind. And um, and I figured I had more time because, you know, they were going to come home from church and we were going to all eat lunch, right? They were going to stop by and get some like fried chicken and all that stuff. I'm like, great. We're going to have lunch. That'll give some time for my mom to come over. We're going to all be in the, in the upstairs kitchen. No one's going to go down there and see it. I thought I was, I thought I had gotten away with it, right? <laughs> I thought. So as soon as we walked through the door, I was actually feeling pretty good about myself. And mind you, not once during the, the morning did my friend or his mom realize I was wearing his fucking clothes. <laughs> I was wearing a pair of his khaki shorts. I never wore khakis in my life. I mean, I'm straight for God's sakes. And I was wearing one of his dorky ass <laughs> shirts. Like seriously. <laughs> no, he never said a damn thing. And um, so I, as soon as we get into the door step, All of a sudden, I hear a voice, mom, from the background. And I had forgotten something drastic. I had forgotten that my uh, friend, he had a much older brother that I never saw because he was an adult. 
He was like in his early 20s and he worked an overnight job. So I kind of forgot he existed sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he, his bedroom was in the basement. <laughs> and I kind of forgot about that. His bedroom was in the basement. And I remember it was, it was in the corner of the basement. It was built into the basement and the wall was glass. But he had like <laughs> most of the glass covered up with posters and stuff. It was actually pretty cool. But uh, anyway, it turns out he watched the whole fucking thing go down. He watched me come he watched down. Watched shit. Yeah. He watched. He watched me come down to the basement, and I, I don't even know. It's like it's like somebody. It's like looking. It's like tinted windows, right? You you can't see somebody in the car, but you can see me. He's like he's like he watched me come downstairs, go into the bathroom, and fucking shotgun blast the fuck out of that bathroom, and then walk out like I was a smooth criminal or something. And. uh... That was so embarrassing, and I immediately got banished to my my friend Ben's room, and uh, my, my his mom made him clean it up. <laughs> made made him clean it up, and I was sitting in shame with like a dunce cap in his bedroom, waiting for my mom to pick me up. And intermittently, he would kind of come back into his room and just look at me and shake his head and say, "Why wearing banana gloves? Clean it up, my the brother shit. or your friend? My friend." She made my friend clean up my shit. That's <laughs> fucked up. Why? So he saw you do it, leave, and then just set, let it sit there. <laughs> He's just got, like that fucking kid. I never, got all, the, I never got all the details, man. I didn't want to look anybody in the eye for crying out loud, let alone ask questions. Uh, let alone like defend myself. How do you know it was me? Give me the evidence. Uh, but. Uh, I remember that was the most humiliated I ever felt in my life sitting in my friend's room. Just way I was thinking of ways that when my mom rolled up, um, ways I could uh, escape out of his window so I didn't have to walk through the house and look people in the eye, <laughs> you know, to leave. Uh, and I couldn't. I literally couldn't get out of his window. It wasn't possible. I was literally thinking of everything I can do. And I remember when my mom did arrive, man, I bolted out his bedroom and just walked through the house. And I literally had my hand cupping my eyes like I'm not looking at anybody. And I just bolted out the fucking door. And, of course, I never told my mom. They didn't tell my mom. It's not like they wanted to talk to her or anything. But they made me feel like shit. You know, honestly, they, did, they didn't do it right. Like, uh, you know, yeah. things happen with kids, right? It happens, right? Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have, they should already know that I'm humiliated. They shouldn't like make it worse. Cause I remember sitting in his room, like I was on death row or something and his mom would be in the hallway. Where's his mother? He said, her state is welcome. She needs to hurry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right there. I can hear everything in the room. It, it just made me feel worse, dude. So, but, but now I can empathize. So if one of my kids later on in life has a friend come over and they shit all over my house, I'm going to be like, Hey, I get it. It's okay. And I'm going to make my son clean it up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's enough of that. We got a we got a movie to watch. Jeez. That was my favorite story that you've ever told on this on yeah, this entire like, I mean, there's there's more stories, so I mean, I've got a lot. <laughs> Humiliate. I it's not something I'm proud of, but since we already kind of touched on the shit, I'd like, be proud of that. I mean, like That's an awesome story. I mean, since we kind of touched on the concept of diarrhea, like I might as well just knock it out in one episode. I don't want to be like known <laughs> as like talking about diarrhea in more than one episode. But uh, <laughs> you know what's funny though is I was so humiliated by that that it ruined my friendship. He was my best friend, and I literally was so humiliated I didn't call him. I just severed the friendship because I I couldn't go over there. And then I ended up, and it's so fun. Well, I mean, I would occasionally talk to him on the phone or whatever. But what's funny is. He never, ever, ever brought it up again. Literally. 
If that if, <laughs> if that was you, I'd never fucking let you live it down. I'd always make jokes. If that was River, I'd always be coming back to that one. Like, remember that time you made clean up all your diarrhea dookie all over the place? And uh, but he never brought it up again. And you know what's even funnier? He ne- I was I was waiting for the phone call. Hey man, I found a ball of shitty clothes behind my dresser festering. <laughs> never. Never happened. Because you know it stank to high hell. And they found it eventually. If <laughs> he never found it, dude. Dude, it's still there. Because his parents still live in that house. And they kept his room intact. Oh, no, no. They had to have found it. And it's so funny. And still to this day, I kind of got in contact with him in adulthood, too. So we've kind of messaged back and forth in the last five years. You know, very, very sporadically. Um, and never once he's brought it up. It's so crazy. <laughs> I wish that, severed, that's the only part. I the that's the only dude. part I wish I can bear witness to. Like it's like the gift that keeps on giving. You know, all these years later, I get it again. I I I, I prank him, punk him with my shit clothes. <laughs> Came back around. What if it was so long later that they forgot about it? Didn't even. Yeah. Like, well, the mom found like, it. Like, friend, did you shit your pants and tied it? Yeah. If it was, you know, my, how how long do you really think it could have hid behind there? You know, how long? it would have stunk, dude. It it depends. I don't know. Can you imagine though if they just they just knew it? Can you imagine? I I hid it behind a dresser, dude, like in a corner. Like you're not gonna look there. So he probably walked in his room. He's like, I smell shit. And I don't know what it is. It's driving me crazy. You would never look <laughs> there. Like I wonder how long he just let it fester and smell like shit. Uh, he probably to the point where they probably aired out the room, and then it got so old that it didn't stink anymore. <laughs> Maybe it might have been. It might be fossilized. It might be there. That'd be a trip. They just got used to the smell. I wish I could go to their house and be like, I got to look at something, guys. And <laughs> go be go in the room and pull back the dresser. Would you be able to now or would you still be embarrassed to see him? Oh, I don't care. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i an adult now, dude. I don't give a shit now. Like, I'm 30 <laughs> years old, fuckers. How old were Like, how long were you friends with the guy? Elementary. This eleme- is seventh grade and I was friends with him all through elementary school and middle school. <laughs> But anyway, funny stuff. I don't want to miss my favorite ass towel smackings, you know, death scene here. Yeah, we mi- we missed a couple scenes. We missed that bird scene. Yeah, it's I know. Weird. I hate it. I'm ruining the commentary by telling. And we missed the part where it said I called him on the little board. When he's walking through the house, it says Zach called on the little well, you, race board. Well, you guys. uh you guys let me Fuck. know. In the, you guys let me know in the comments if uh, you're pissed that I told you a shitty story like that instead of talking about key scenes in the movie, and I'll be sure never <laughs> to do it again. No, that's awesome, dude. This is a cool scene. Freddy's doing hijinks in the freaking locker room. I don't understand why he's ducking, man. They're just dodgeballs and basketballs. Just get up and... He doesn't seem as fucking weirded out by this as he should be. He's just like, fuck, this is weird. Is this the only time in Freddy history that he kills an adult? Maybe. That he kills a grown-up? I can't think of any other. I mean, they're all grown up, technically. I know, but you know what I'm saying. One of the one of the grown ups, because that's his <laughs> yeah. thing. Is he kills the he kills the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which which also is weird. He vowed his revenge on the parents that burned him was that he would kill their children and haunt their children. Isn't it funny? In real in in life, 
he killed little kids. Why is he going after these fucking 16, 17-year-old guys? You know, you think he'd go after little, little kids, right? Yeah. Huh. He gets a stunt ass. Oh, man. It looks like it hit it hard, dude. I know. Like, he wouldn't be able to sit down for a while. He's used to it, I'm sure. Oh, this is the one scene where it's not Robert England playing Freddy. I didn't know this. What? Yeah, look how different it was. Is it like a reshoot and they just couldn't get him? And like, uh, this, no, this was the guy that they were originally going to shoot the whole movie with. Oh, uh, they weren't going to cast him again? Yeah. They talked about that in that documentary. Um, I must have missed it. I, I, can you see his face? No. I mean, you can see it kind of from the side there. There's a picture, I think, of Robert England and Jack Shoulder. And the. I think once they recasted him... When they got Robert England, they they kept the old guy as a stunt double or something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous! <laughs> I didn't even think. How did that kill him, man? He just kind of like clawed his back a couple of times. I'm pretty sure slaves back in on plantations had it worse than that. It's not like he impaled him. Yeah. Was, we found him out on the highway wandering around. There was no safe word, so he just fucking <laughs> freaked out. That look. I know. It's intense. I didn't want to interrupt it. Look at his nipple hanging out. <laughs> look at that succulent rony <laughs> hanging out there for the taking. You on the smack? The crack? I feel like they should have gave the role actually to the Teen Wolf dad. He should be all <laughs> the 80s dads. He's Nelly, dude. <laughs> Nobody fucking likes Nelly anymore. Come on. <laughs> Whatever happened to that dude? Uh, he was. I, I saw uh, an ad in like um some some tiny ass town. I can't remember what it is. It's like population nothing. Nelly was making an appearance at a grocery store. Because <laughs> I don't. What? I mean, I don't. He doesn't sell pimp juice anymore, but he probably has some other product that he's uh, got his name attached to. <laughs> yeah. That's that. People are. Fifty Cent did that. Fifty Cent. Um, he's got some new product. I know he 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 owned Vitamin Water, but like he has mm-hmm. some other product, and he was in town a few months back at a grocery store here in town signing bottles of like some kind of like booze or something. He was pitching. How weird would that be sitting having a booth set up in a grocery store? That's fucking sad. It's weird. You ever have like a, a teacher die at school while you were going there? No, that never happened. Or, or somebody? No, well, not not a teacher. Oh no. No, not a teacher. I was gonna say I forgot he didn't die. Our principal got arrested. For uh, for uh, blo- trying to blow a tra- blowing a transvestite in the park, <laughs> and uh, so he didn't die, but he might as well have died because his career was over. His reputation. Did he come back? No. The next day, like the following day, he was replaced. Because I remember being at home <laughs> and watching the nine o'clock news, and it's like Millard South pre- uh, pre- pre- principal Dick Woman was. <laughs> 
caught soliciting a. <laughs> His trans- name was Dick Woman. Woman, and he was caught soliciting. No wonder he was trying to have sex with a transvestite. He was caught soliciting a transsexual prostitute in the park and was busted by police. And um, the next day, man, we had a new principal. And you know what's so funny? Is of course all the kids are coming to school. Like, okay, what are they gonna? What, what are they gonna address? It. We're gonna have an assembly about this. Nope. It was like elephant in the room. No one talked about it. It was like it never happened ever. It was like <laughs> it didn't happen. All of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we got this principal, um, new guy, and they never, they, they never mentioned it. I couldn't wait to get to my social studies class, my world history class, because we would usually talk about topical events, you know, every day mm-hmm. at the top of the hour. And um, of course, this was my last class of the day. You know, he goes, uh, all right, so. Who wants? Who has any current events that people want to talk about? Everybody's hand shot up. He's like, I'm not answering any damn questions about Dick Woman. And then that's <laughs> all that we ever heard about it. That was it. And it felt bad for him because the guy was like so textbook, jolly, yeah. uh, respectable. He looked like Michael Gross from Family Ties and Tremors <laughs> with the goatee. And he had family, nice house, reputable, like I said. And all of a sudden, you never know. Who's capable of sucking a transsexual's dick in a park? I guess he was married. <laughs> He's a married man with kids. Man, he felt bad for his kids, and oh man, he felt bad for his kids. Man, <laughs> it's, kids can't hold their. They change schools. They just man. kids go to the yeah, same. Yeah, they change schools, man. I would too. <laughs> Is that the guy that used to rub people's legs and stuff? No, that was uh, that was Larry DeBerry, Mister DeBerry. That was my elementary school principal. Um, he used to. Rub his hands. He used to put his wrinkly old perverted hands down our backs and our shirts. You have like, like both of your principal's names were fucking awesome. Larry DeBerry. Larry DeBerry. Dingleberry. I know. Larry DeBerry and Dick Woman. Yeah. So funny, man. What an ironic name for him to have, Dick Woman. It's like Rick Moranis right there. Yeah, Dick Woman. I don't know. Could have been Dick, uh, Dick Trickle. It's like his his fate was decided by his name. A lot of events happened in that high school, you know. Uh, sometime later, after I had been out of there and I moved to Missouri because that was in Nebraska. Um, I want to say about um, 2009 or so, 2008, 2009, a, a kid, a freshman walked in to the school, into the office with a, with a gun and started blowing away the office staff. What the fuck? Yeah. Because in the, Nebraska? Yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. This is uh, – and the office building was like right in front of the main entrances. Like so if you go into the main doors – it's literally right in front. All you have to take is like five paces and you're inside the main office. So it's not like he really had to like travel a lot in the school packing heat. He could, he, up, he walked man. in late. He didn't come to school. So obviously he did it when there was no traffic in the hallways, right? Everybody was in class. Mm-hmm. He came late to school, no traffic, just walked right in the front door, walked in the office and started blowing people away. He killed the vice principal. Um, he injured the principal and injured, you know, some other people like working the desks, but he actually killed the vice principal and one other person. That is fucked up. Yeah, it was, it was messed up. Cause I remember when I was going there is when we had, um, well, this is a few years after Columbine happened. 
So when Columbine happened, all of a sudden, all the schools had officers on duty and at the doors. Mm -hmm. And that just tells me that they laid low again. Because when I was going to high school there, they had officers at the fucking doors. They had them at the doors. You That would have never, ever would have never, it would have never happened. But I'm guessing after a few years, like normally happens when stuff lays low for a while, people cut budget and it's like, okay, we don't need officers anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember it was a shame because it was on the news for like one day and it was one of those things where something big in pop culture happened like the next day and it just took over the news and it got swept under the rug. Yeah. When, when it's like, oh my God, that's like one of those things that should have been like Columbine. And it should have raised awareness again for years, but it's something stupid happened. You know, Michael Jackson gets killed or Michael J. It might have been like that. It might have been like Michael Jackson fucking died or something. It's like, are you getting, you shitting me? Hmm. And no one talked about it. He got the gun from his dad. His dad was a cop too. Sucks for the dad. Jeez. Yeah. But if it would have went on for more days, that one dude could have made another challenge. Like prove to me that that really happened. He's he's like looking at pig like remember that guy I sent you a video of from the Sandy Hook guy. He's like prove that Sandy Hook happened. Okay. He's like he's got pictures of like death certificates of all the kids. <laughs> yeah, he's got like pictures of like he's like look at look at the 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 freaking parking lot on the day where it, when it happened. There's no oil spots. It's like okay. <laughs> He's fucking people. So stupid. And that kid, I don't remember if he killed himself or not. He might have killed himself. Uh, but the story goes, he obviously had issues. He was a new kid in school. He had just transferred there. And he'd been on, he had been suspended at the time when he walked into the office. Um, and he had gotten suspended like that week for streaking at a football game. I, I clearly and he was pissed about that. Like, why would you do he that? Clearly to me? had other issues, but I don't. I mean, I I would. I if I was a cop, I could not let that be the end of the case. Well, he was clearly. We got our motive. <laughs> okay, he decided <laughs> to blow people away because he, you know, did he kill any kids? No, he just walked into the office and killed the uh, killed the office. He didn't kill any kids. He walked into the. He clearly walked in the middle of. When classes were in session, he walked in the office and he did it to the office. It's weird. <laughs> what a dick. He's going to touch her. <laughs> I, I touched him. <laughs> we both did it at the same time. <laughs> New nightmare. Mm-hmm. And these movies, there's always medicine to keep them awake. <laughs> Is there really medicine like that? They just have med- kids have these this medicine at their disposal. It's like sleeping pills. Yeah, I've never seen stuff or caffeine pills. You're looking caffeine pills. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's caffeine pills, but it's not like at the ready. My God, you know, it's <laughs> like these kids just have caffeine pills. You know. You know, he's got he, Mark Patton. He really pushes. You know, it's good. He's proud of this movie. He's been he's been making a documentary a very, very long time about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I think you wrote a book. And <laughs> <I> can- <laughs> what? His friend. Like a guy back there with a sideways hat. <laughs> so has that new, has his documentary came out yet or is he still making it? Uh, you know, I think it's still in the making. It's been in the making a long time, but I'm not too sure. Don't feel free to fact check me on that. Shut up, Grady. He takes it so seriously. Like, fuck, man. Takes it personally. Like, look at him. <laughs> How long does it take him to fucking chew up that fucking bite? <laughs> Obviously, that was more gay undertones, man. When you get the load in your mouth and you don't know what is spit or swallow. Mr. Wonderful, like the guy on Shark Tank. You ever watch Shark Tank? Uh-uh. What's that? You never, wa- you never watched the show Shark Tank? Uh-uh. With the investors, the millionaires and billionaires, and people come and pitch Oh, I've ideas. heard about it. See, how come they give, like, shows that seem boring as fuck, like, names like that? Like, Shark Tank, that makes me think of, like, somebody on, like, a little booth, and then people are throwing, you know, like, at the carnival where they're they're in the dunking booth. But this case, they have sharks in the dunking booth. That'd be a fun show to watch. Well, they're the industry sharks, and they all, they all fight over the deal, the investment. Hmm. I don't know. There's a guy in there. He goes by the name Mr. Wonderful. And there's another chick on there, Lori. She has a face that just screams for a cum shot. <laughs> it's weird. Like, she's, I know that sounds really vulgar. I'm not trying to be vulgar, but she's like my Ashley Gold. Corey G's Ashley Gold. You know, he wanted to, we don't have to repeat what he wants to do to her, but she's really <laughs> disgusting. Um, but yeah, she's just one of those like random chicks that you wouldn't expect. Like, I don't know. There's something about her. She's, <laughs> she's one of the millionaires. She's like the queen of QVC. It's so funny, but I would never say I want to fuck her in the ass behind a dumpster wearing a lucha mask. I've just, got some class. Just that you want to come in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I got some class. She's a millionaire, man. She's a classy woman. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of degrading, isn't it, Sounding? <laughs> isn't the act? Isn't the sound of that? Deg- when you think about it, we were just ta- you were just talking about shitting all over somebody's ca- fucking house. I'm saying, think about it. We don't really stop and think about it, you know, all the time. But if you think about it, the act and the thought of a woman getting on her knees and fucking you just dumping a load all over her face—it's so <laughs> degrading. <laughs> it's fucking degrading. Not if you're I in love, let, man. I, what? You gotta save yourself for marriage. Not if you're in love. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm really thinking about fucking his girlfriend. That I see, I can't tell if it's Corey G. Button or your your impression. Because <laughs> your impression's good. Gross. What do you think this was like? Kissing a woman. You think this is the first think, time? It's like the. It's just. You think when she kissed time. him, she knew, you think when she kissed him, she knew he was gay and not into it. Uh, they might have. She might have known. Yeah, that's a weird. Oh, they're like attack. That's weird. I think watching people kiss is really awkward. It's really awkward. Yeah, that's why they always close their eyes. It's awkward for them too. 
Isn't that weird? He looks like Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin, but a little fatter. <laughs> you can count. Two bikers all got cars having sex. Why are they all cheering that the light went off? I mean, they're not. They're obviously not asleep yet, you know? Yeah. It's like, they, what the fuck? They assume they can't hear them. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't mean they're asleep. Now it just turns into an orgy. I love... They start oh. fucking and, like, sacrificing a goat and slitting his throat while they're fucking each other. Just Dude, blood pours all over life, them. I, once in my life, I want to go to a party like that. Like they have in the movies that never exist. <laughs> the 80s part. I'm sure in the 80s they weren't like that. You know, I watch, uh, watched, uh, gosh, what was it? That, that that new Seth, what's that Seth Rogen movie? The, the, with the sorority and stuff like that. Dude, like, what parties are like that? Those crazy parties. I just don't think yeah. they exist. Maybe for like on acid, that's what that that's what the party seemed like. I don't think she's attractive, man. Oh, really? You think she's attractive? Yeah, I can find her cute as fuck in this movie, actually. Her? Yeah. Oh, not me, man. Oh, yeah, Oh, it's like a piece of shit. That's weird. Gazangas. <laughs> <laughs> a little late on that. You should have did it when he was rubbing the gazongas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she's attractive <clears throat> at all. And it's hard watching a sex scene. It's awkward dough. when you watch like someone like him who's really awkward and kissing somebody like her. I just, it's so weird. Oh, she feels rejected. The rejection. I always love the scene where Freddy shows up here too. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Why would you? Did you ever notice the gay stuff when the first time you watched this as a kid? No, I was a kid, man. I mean, you don't really. Put I that never stuff did together. either. You just don't put that stuff together. I didn't even think twice about you know Jesse screaming like a girl and him. I didn't you know thinking, wow, he's like the only guy that's ever been the lead in a horror movie. I the one that's tormented. I don't think about any of this. Yeah. And it was a very, it was a very conscious decision too. To the writer, apparently, apparently the people making it didn't notice. <laughs> There's something inside of me. Yeah. See, this doesn't seem any more gay than like the Lost Boys does. I think a lot of the '80s movies just seemed gay. Like, wasn't Corey Haynes? Didn't he have like a picture of Rob Lowe with his shirt off in his room? <laughs> Or something. I think so. And then the fucking saxophone guy. It's really weird, man. And like the people that were like all manly were like fucking poison. Stuff like that. Yeah. Metrosexuality was in. And then it kind of came back and was in again about 15 years later. Yeah. I don't know if it's in anymore. I can't keep track with this stuff. Now full-blown gayness is in, you know. But like metrosexuality was like a big thing. It's that gay agenda. They're trying to get us with the gay agenda. <laughs> He's got that weird hair where it's like supposed to be messy, but clearly it's like they put work into it. Mm-hmm. His hair. I mean, no one wakes up like that. It's not what your hair looks like. My hair wakes up and I got like a cow lick and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she's female and you're over here with me. Something's trying to get inside. I always want, like, people are like, that That line's so gay. And I was like, that line doesn't make any sense, but I never thought of it as gay. 
Like I didn't even know this the gay the gay undertones until like well after. How old were you? I mean, I don't know, man. I was like the thing is, at least thirteen or something. Whenever the thing, whenever I got the box set and heard it for the first time. Yeah, the thing is, is when you first watch the movie, at least in my case, you'd watch a few times. Um, you don't get it because you're so young. And then by the time you're an adult and old enough to understand it, it still doesn't hit you because you've seen the movie so much. You're like on autopilot with it. You don't really notice it. That's, that was the case with me. I didn't really notice it till like much later. Like, oh, when someone was talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it's all over the fucking place. I just never, I just chose not to see it because I'm used to the movie. He kind of reminds me. I mean, I know they're totally, he kind of looks like the friend from the first one, you know, Tina's boyfriend. Very mm-hmm. kind of similar looking dudes. Rod. Yeah. Up yours with a twirling lawnmower. <laughs> Rod's a douchey name. There's four words and letters in my name, Rod. There, there's not enough room on your joint for four letters. Hey. I like that she called his dick a joint. Yeah, it's funny. Rod's not a douchey name, dude. Rod Serling. It is kind of a douchey name. But Rod Serling's pretty cool. Oh, he's got the... That, that, that's exactly what I was doing when I had the diarrhea shits at my friend's house. I woke <laughs> up just like that. And he woke up like this. And you're just like... Imagine if that's what happened instead of like him opening his mouth and you see Freddy's eye, he just stood up and shotgun shit all over that fucking chair. <laughs> you ever you ever think it's weird when you go into like a a public restroom and those guys there's those people that just don't care how loud they are about what they're doing? I don't. It's so funny. Well, like I was at the mall not that long ago and I had to you know, take a number two in the, the bathroom. And, like, you know how at the malls, they don't have doors to the bathrooms or, like, just halls, you know, leading out <laughs> to the food court or whatever? <laughs> and this this Asian guy comes in. I can hear him r- running into the bathroom. And he's grunting the whole time. Ugh! Ugh! It's like he's having a hard time in there. He's got an accent and everything. You can hear his accent and his grunts. Like, and all of a sudden, oh, you, hear his, like, you, you, hear his, like a, you hear, like, his little daughter or whatever kind of uh, entering the hallway of the bathroom. Daddy, daddy. He's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sitting. <laughs> he, I'm shitting. <laughs> he yelled that like loud in the fucking bat. You get no fucks. <laughs> what? What are you doing? I'm shitting. Shitty walk. My shitty walk. He said just like that. I was like, what the hell? I love this scene. This is one of my favorites. I, know, great. I want that doll right there, Jesse. Yeah, I'd that fuck it. doll. It was like John Bon Jovi. <laughs> one time, like, uh, <laughs> I was taking a dump. Like I it. I always do it like for fun. Like when I'm taking a dump and I hear someone come in, if I'm in like a goofy mood, I'll just start doing it. And I'll like one time I I think I was at Walmart and some guy comes in and I hear him and I'm like, I just start going, the poop, the poop. (laughs) (laughs) And I just hear him laugh and leave. You got one of those ones where you can feel like the peanut scraping your fucking oh. shit, your, your fucking intestine coming out. Like, huh. Yeah. What is he doing to him? 
He choking him? He just Probably held him and then clawed him. He would have had to who, stick his fingers waving, pretty far into them. Who's he waving to? Oh, that's right. Like us? <laughs> Was he in the mirror? Yeah. So He's my question inside, is, Jesse. was he seeing Jesse doing that or was he seeing Freddy? You know, the, you know, when he was getting killed. Yeah. Like, is everybody seeing? <laughs> I wonder how they did that effect. Oh, yeah, because it's not like a window. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 boned. <laughs> like there would be no cops outside the window thinking somebody would go out the window. <laughs> that party chilled out. Yeah. Look at that. It looks like it's been going on about 10 minutes. I mean. Adiango. God, he didn't think to wipe his hands off on a shirt. Look how bloody they hands are. You'd think that would be like your first instinct. <laughs> wipe them on the grass or something. Use it as lube for your cock. Oh, that wouldn't work that good. Blood, Blood? dries really fast. <coughs> it's gross. I don't know him. Does he go to our school? He wants to take me. Take me, Jesse. Now, did it? <laughs> does it explain how he knows who Fred Krueger is? If like, I thought the town like forgot about Fred. I Kruger assume he was reading Nancy's diary because we we talked over that where they found oh, the diary. Oh, that's that's right. How do you know he wasn't just trying to make you molest your sister? But don't call me a blood hand. <laughs> Bruce Lee's on my head, but don't call me a Lee head. God. Pancakes and jello. <laughs> <laughs> What's with all like the mist coming off of that? I assume the water's getting hot. Look at it's like all smoke and mist coming up. You can kind of see it. Oh, what? Yeah, cause Freddy. But I mean, call me a ignoramus, but I didn't know you could heat up like pools like that. Nah, must be a rich thing. <laughs> I didn't know hot dogs could explode like that. Beer bong. Well, apparently he wasn't reading it. She was. Mm. How did he know it was Freddy Krueger? I know now that I brought him into my world. We all did. 
You know what I find hard to believe? What? That during all that turmoil, the first movie, and how stressed out Nancy was, that she was fucking taking the time to write journal entries in her fucking diary. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. Like, we would have saw it if she was. We never saw that. And even if, like, it was implied that she did in gaps, what the whole movie, she was stressed out. She was on p- caffeine pills. She wasn't sleeping. Her friends were dying. She was surviving nightmares of Freddy Krueger, seeing Tina's body. Who's going to stop and write fucking diary entries, you know? Yeah. But it's just like a, a service to the screenwriter of this movie. Good. He's been over like he's taking the ass. She's talking through it. <laughs> it looks like she was coaching him. It's okay. Milking the prostate. Like Stifler. Yeah. Or, no, that was in Road Trip. Yeah. You finally watched that recently? Yeah, I I I didn't realize that was a Todd Phillips movie. Tom Phillips, why does that sound familiar? Todd Phillips, he directed. Well, next he directed Old School, then he directed Hangover, and all three oh. of those movies, and he directed Due Date. But I didn't know. I th- as far as I knew, I thought Old School was his first movie. I didn't know Road Trip was, but it's very very much that same sense of humor. Like his movies all have that style of humor in them. Like I think I honestly think you'd like. Maybe The Hangover. I think Due Date's really funny, even though it's a remake, basically, of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, but it's got that similar humor. <laughs> Why would he bite her fucking ankle? What does that accomplish? <laughs> he could have clawed her. You know what I'm saying? I always liked how the, the, he doesn't have the glove now. It's just out of his fingers. It's just like what they just—he just doesn't have it for some reason. Yeah, they're just the the knives are in his fingers now. Oh, I know. I I didn't know if that was supposed to be like him blending, becoming real. I don't know like him. Yeah, I assume that's why. I mean, it has to be for some purpose. They wouldn't go out of their way to make a new glove. There's no Chelsea. That's what that's what that documentary is called, actually, that he's working on. Look how slimy he looks. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so weird. He looks really creepy in this movie. Yeah. He's like a sweaty ball. Sweaty <laughs> nut. <laughs> <laughs> how come nobody out there watching is fucking doing anything to help? I'd fucking run away. I'd leave. They're all watching. I always found Freddy the scariest of all the like slashers, which is weird because he's not, he's like the funny guy, but I always think of him more as like how he was in the first two. He's all gooey. He's all ooey gooey. Yeah, he is slimy in this one. Is that is that Jesse gaining some control? Yeah. Look at those udders. <laughs> I just want to milk them. 
butt crack. What was keeping him in the pool that whole time if it was getting so hot? Hey, They're just now getting out. Nobody that was watching the window was like saying, hey, guys, check this out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Do you think he's like on a trampoline under there? Like, he just, he's, he's like, he's just going around wrecking shit like a dick. Oh. This is this is this is the most violent he's ever been in this scene. Yeah, this movie's like become a lot like Halloween three, where people hated it when it came out, but now people are warming up to it. And then, mm-hmm. like I remember for a long time when you hear people say how much they hate it, they'd always say it's because of this scene. Why? Yeah, they were always like, "Oh, it ruins the rules." And it's so like, why well, does it ruin? Why does it? What is? What's wrong with it? Yeah. I just, I just always figured it made new rules. Like he can come out into the real world as long as he's like, well, and through somebody possessing somebody. He's just, he just wrecking shit like an asshole, throwing shit around. Yeah. Oof. And plus, it wasn't really rules yet. This is only the second movie. Yeah. I love this. What he says to him. That'd be fucking creepy. I wouldn't get close to that. Isn't it weird to see Freddy around so many people at once? Yeah. He's always around one person at a time, right? Yeah. Right here, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Help yourself, fucker. They're just like, oh man, I am fucking stoked. Why? Why don't they just take a run for it? Like, run past him. What a. You can't hit somebody 10 feet away with a shotgun? <laughs> it's Jesse. <laughs> Shoot him, who cares? Clearly I, was, I always found that creepy, the way he just kind of looks at him and walks mean away. Mean-mugging him. Mean-mugging yeah. Him, yeah. Like, right here. Like, if he got that close to me, I'd be f- so scared. Like, this is all thoughts I had first time watching this as That's a kid. evil as shit, man. Wow. Yeah. See, I thought he was in the... See, yeah, when he comes to the real world, he's, like, basically a human, I thought. Like, why is yeah. he has, like, demonic powers and making flames rise? I guess because he, like, fucking did it through possession this time. Which is kind of funny because it's, it seems like they kind of brought that back in Freddy vs. Jason. The scene where he like, remember where he's that weird slug? And then yeah, he jumps the in that. Yeah, CGI slug. Yeah, and he goes he, into dime store, Jason Muse's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the slug with the fucking bong. He blows the smoke in his face. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you remember the freaking documentary? uh <laughs> Whenever they're talking about it, and all of a sudden it just cuts to Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, and he's like, yeah, I did that movie, and he's like, wait a minute, I wasn't in this fucking movie. Yeah, I do remember that now you say it. <laughs> That's so funny, I forgot about that. I forgot they even talked about Freddy vs. Jason in the documentary. Yeah, they talked about all of them. God, it's creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so weird. Masks, dogs yeah. wearing little... But it's so weird. But even that is weird, just in a surrealistic way. 
what does it even mean? Who knows? It doesn't make any sense. There's like a fucking rat that she sees later that turns into a Muppet. Looks like Midgar from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Remember how they brought the uh, the boiler room back in the remake, but didn't give it any context, really? No, it's stupid. It's just because, every time you saw Freddy, he was in some weird boiler room. Yeah, because he works at a little fucking uh, kinder yard, and they kill him in like a little shack at a factory or something. It's like, so what the fuck does this have to do with anything? Just because it was in the original? That's stupid. Wait, so where did they burn him in the original story? In like a... Remember they chase him and he runs into that fucking building? It's like a factory or something? Mm. It's like a little part of a factory, though. I guess the factory could have been... Had a boiler room in it. But he didn't work there. It was his night job. That's why. You got to like make it up for the movie. Bugs on my nuts. Okay. What have you been what have you been doing in preparation for Halloween? Watching movies? Besides the ones we do? Yeah, I watched movies. I watched, um, finally watched that clown movie. Oh, I watched that days. today, too. I watched it a few days back. I really liked it. It was very, it reminded me of like a full length feature Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Or like not, no, I mean like, uh, I'm, uh, Tales from Dark Side. It just reminded me like a, a, a an anthology installment, like a Tales from Dark Side episode that was like an hour and a half. There's a rat. <laughs> so weird. Didn't it didn't it kind of remind you of like 90 straight to video horror movies? Yeah, like I mean the, the dentist, Dr. Giggles and stuff. Just had such a goofy like The Dentist with Corbin Burnson. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, it is good. Um but yeah, no, I I actually really liked it though. Um and then I watched for some reason, I watched Halloween 4 and 5 last night. I always get a weird hankering to pull those out, even though I know they're not that good. Um, I like 4, all right. I just don't like them very much anymore. Yeah. I just don't. They're just. They do not serve the original ones at all to me. Yeah. They ruin Michael Myers. His mask gets progressively shittier for some reason. I sent you that picture. It looks like he's pulling a dirty sock over his face. Uh, uh, yeah. It looks horrible. It's weird because they talk about how they changed it constantly because they didn't want to get rights from like the the Mustafa Cad, whatever it was. And it's just like, how can there be, how and can they, they be nail, hard? They- it's like, how could it be so hard to get the rights? It's already just a fucking William Shatner mask. Like, you and know, they it, didn't have to pay rights. Even then, how hard is it to make a good mask with just different face? Yeah. It can have a different face on it or different face. Use a fucking Spock mask this time. Those are fucking shit. They're shitty. They're so bad. <laughs> and the when you watch four and five back to back, it's extra noticeable, like, that the guy playing Michael Myers is way different. Mm-hmm. It's just, when you watch him back to back, it's ridiculous. He's all of a sudden roided out, kind of. 
And the, the fourth one, he's short. He's got really stocky, broad shoulders. It's really weird. And the second one, he's tallish. And the fifth one, he's tall as shit, and he's lankier. Um, but they don't even like trying to play it off. So how come they didn't keep the same mask from four or from five? Who because knows? the first five picks up. It kind of replays the scene from the fourth one, the last scene where he gets shot. Yeah. And he falls through that fucking well and he's going through the, the river, but he's wearing the five mask. Like <laughs> it's so noticeable. It is really noticeable. It's like, wait, why, why, why couldn't they keep the last mask? And then it's like, there's a, there's a guy pretending to be him and he's got the same the mask. five mask is really bad. Like why did they downgrade it further? Yeah. And it really takes you out of it when they show you Michael Myers in that movie. Mm hmm. Like when you see it, him put on his mask and he wakes up and that. Do you ever think it was fucking hilarious that a, a freaking hermit kept that guy for and a year? And he had year? all the fucking IVs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just call call the fucking hospital? Did he know that he was wanted for murder and that's why? Why the fuck would he help him? It's stupid. But once I saw Michael Myers in that movie, when he looked like that was mask on, it's like, wow, I'm not scared of him. Yeah. And the whole thing where the way they played him off as being crazy, like when Jamie's trying to get in his head at the end, let me like, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, he's like the voices in his head. And he takes off his mask and it's just like, this is so stupid. Because that tells you Michael Myers has emotions and he's tormented. No, it's so stupid. Lisa. Lisa. That's kind of like the scene on Mars. Remember where animatronic Arnold head? Yeah, it is. I never even been to Mars. <laughs> this is a cool scene, though. Yeah, this is the best. Fr- Look at that! I love just fucking. That. <laughs> just bounces his head off the metal. And then uh, Jesse's underneath him. I always thought that was gross. Like fuck, take a shower, dude. What? He's underneath the body. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he got fucking Freddy skin hanging off. He's still. So they should have just shot him with a shotgun then because clearly Jesse still survives. I don't, I don't know because he just got burned alive and Jesse's underneath him. Mm-hmm. He had a flame retardant coat of paint on him. He had a Freddy mask on. <laughs> It's like the hellhounds from Ghostbusters. They just break out of him. It doesn't even look like him there. Who? Mark. Mike. What was his name? Mark Patton. Mark, Mark Patton. I almost called him Mike Patton. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel it? Did it? Bit it. Ba ba ba. You can have it. What this? It's it. What is it? <laughs> I like I like Faith No More. Angel Dust kicks ass. You do a lot of Angel Dust? No. It's Angel Dust, Holmes. <laughs> it's Angel Dust, Holmes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
I'm in Debo's pigeon coop sweating like a slave. No one want to get me out of my damn mama. When you do I that hate that movie. scene because uh, when he's saying that part after he's done telling the story, Ice Cube's doing the fakest laugh ever. <laughs> it's so fake. He's high, dude. Don't laugh, it ain't funny. It's like, it's, <laughs> he's like, it's just so fake. <laughs> this kind of ends a lot like the the first one. So, is it just is it just ended like he just literally they just let it? What the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> he's done driving. Yeah, that's right. Because the stream, Jesse, don't worry, it's all over. <laughs> Look at these grown ass adults on the school bus. Hey, <laughs> party. The friend's a babe. Yeah, she's better looking. They're in the bus. The bus. No problem. <laughs> Bus driver, slow down. <laughs> That'd be great if, like, somebody was like, "I'm going to reenact that that scene whenever I'm going to school tomorrow." Just see what the kids do. <laughs> You, you you deliver the lines just as bad and wooden as he does. <laughs> I wonder if it's like the first day of shooting or something. I'm sorry. Oh, that guy in the back. They probably only had the school bus for one day. Yeah, so that's, that's a good point. Yeah. It's okay. It's all over. <laughs> I hate that cut. Yeah, yeah. I always notice the little jump cut. Oh, it's so bad. It's almost. They almost should have left it out <laughs> like that would be enough for me to say okay we can't do this scene or we have to do it a little differently because that jump cut is so bad <laughs> it's fine with me oh it's horrible and it ruins the scare too a dream it's a good movie love it I wonder if we're going to get copyrighted for this old ass song who owns this I'll fucking edit it out of the YouTube I'm version. I'm just kidding. I seriously doubt. I don't know. I don't think. I, I can't even tell you things this. It's always just the companies, usually. Like, Yeah, is it? So, since, since it's New Line, we might have to just have it silent. Because I think we had to do that for the last couple of New Line movies. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look. Yeah, and everybody, feel free. If you're watching this on YouTube, you know, go watch on iTunes because... We do have to bend a little uh, compromise for YouTube because they're Nazis and we have to remove the audio usually all the time uh, completely, um, which is fine. If you're watching the movie, it's not going to make a difference with us. But um, if you want a little bit of that background audio, um, I enjoy watching commentaries without having watched the movie, to be honest with you. I think they're fun. Um, yeah. And you can totally do that easier on um, iTunes because we'll have a little background audio and we won't have to cut out like shitty music like this. And yeah, you know, it's just stupid. I would like to work up to, I wish we could somehow we've talked about it, but YouTube's weird. You notice how like people can put movies up on YouTube. They warp them a little bit or zoom them in or something, or put like a border around them. Mm-hmm. 
I would I wish I knew we could get away with that um and do like a mystery science 3000 type thing. Yeah. You know, it would be cool. Well, that's the thing. People do that because on the uh on the website of YouTube you can play it a little faster and stuff. Yeah, they do they'll put they'll change yeah, they'll So play if we it did faster. it we we'd have to like speed or slow down our commentary too. Wait, why? Because so, so, so that it matches whenever it's all together or it's sped up. Oh, that's so weird. Or we could watch the movie sped up. <laughs> I don't know. But like they do that or they zoom them in a little bit or they put like crazy borders around them. I think I that's be- just people like getting getting past the automated thing. I think people can still flag it on its own and it can still get taken down. I wish there was some way we could work around it because that would be a blast. Um, uh, and I wish we could make I like mean, that title take, screen. It is cool. I mean, we could do that stuff on the website. It would just take a whole new <laughs> brand of hosting, a different yeah. server, you know, and different work putting in the website to be able to put our own videos up there and do it. That would be cool. But anyway, great movie. We're going to do some more commentaries before. Um, I mean, we still got a week yet of Halloween. We've done quite a few as it is. And uh, check them out. Go to YouTube. We got a whole slew of them there. And while you're there, feel free to um, check out our other stuff. We got podcasts. We've got interviews. We've got uh, um, goodies like that. Look at the the Mark Patton interview. Um, speaking of Nightmare on Elm Street 2, it's a really good interview. And he's a lot of fun. And um, he embraces the character, which is funny. He's got his Freddy glove in the interview. Hmm. Um, I, mean, I want to get a real Freddy glove. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I'd settle with a really really good fake one i don't really care if it's got real knives yeah that's what i meant like with real knives though yeah they got a pretty good one at um you want to want real knives yeah oh you could probably make it like freddie did ding ding make there's fans make them yeah yeah i'm sure you can buy them online i remember watching um when i rented freddie's dead i used to rent freddie's dead on video and there was that commercial at the beginning where you could order a freddie glove Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you remember that i have like one of those little plastic ones still yeah i don't i don't remember though like because there was like that commercial like oh you're freddy Glove, and it was freddy doing it <laughs> and i'm like i never knew it always looked like it was like well i mean it's probably the bait and switch they got freddy selling us the glove i'd hope it has real knives but i don't know if they're really sending <laughs> real knives and stuff to the mail i don't know but <laughs> uh yeah, like I said, uh, check out all the other stuff. Check out our interviews in the Mark Patton interview. Uh, feel free to leave feedback on YouTube and especially iTunes. Uh, iTunes, you can find the better version of these. Um, like we've said, we've got a ton of stuff on iTunes. And, uh, you know, it sounds petty for asking, but if you like it, if you like what we do, share it, you know, comments, do the old liking thing, but share us with your friends. Um, cause we really like doing these and we like, we like commentaries. Um, and of course go to btmreview.com, uh, feedback, welcome there as well. Check out all our content and, uh, Facebook's Twitter's all that, you know, bullshit. We're on all of it, but that's all I got. Zach, you got anything else? That's all I got. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Bye.